Hi there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Verbal Assault live stream. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux. I can't even say my name today. This is Thursday in the week. And this is the point where usually for Wednesday and Thursday, the conversations get a little bit more intense. Those of you that were on yesterday, surely we were going to have a different subject. We have to do the Goya subject today. Um, Donald Trump got the Goya product spread on the desk. Ivanka Trump. She's endorsing the beans. If it's Goya, it's got to be good. And it's in Spanish. I don't know Ivanka to speak a word of Spanish, but God bless her. Support, we're supporting the Latinos now. Um, you know, I guess they're not all criminals and uh, drug dealers. Anyway, with that being said, um, you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Um, you're watching us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as well as YouTube, please be sure to subscribe, like, follow, tell your friends, and we're listener supported. So do contribute to our cause through one of the anchor platforms, listening platforms, Patreon or Twitch. Let me just introduce, I've got a couple of people joining us on Thursday's program. Um, first of all, I'd like to introduce our new guests. We have Cougar Candy Girl. She is a woman that I got onto Facebook with, and we, she said, all lives matter. And I said, damn it, if you're saying all lives matter, sister, you ain't saying black lives matter. And she said, listen, bop, bop, bop. And the conversation went 15 minutes in, and I said, well, then you must be a racist. She said, you sound like you need prayer. And I said, do you call yourself Christian? It got ugly. And then finally, I said, when you want to have an adult conversation, I'm ready. And she said, bring it on. And I sent my number and she sent her number and we are now friends. And you know what? She was wrong and I was wrong and we both needed to shut the hell up. <laughs> then we have join here. Claire is a woman who leans left. Now, Cougar Candy Girl is a sister. She's independent. She's not affiliated with either side. Claire is clearly a Democrat. Now, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you're both living in not Las uh, Vegas, Nevada, correct? Yes. We are in Henderson, which is actually in the mountains, about a thousand feet above the city. So we're we are outside of the city. We can okay, see it, so, but we're not there. Okay. So no late night refrain for you, I guess. No, no, no. Then, <laughs> then we have uh, uh, our regular contributors, Miss Cherokee Black. She's an author, a um, an editor. She's an international model. She hates when I tell people that, but I think it's important to let people know that women can be beautiful, can be well traveled, and very intelligent. So I'm going to own that for her. Hello, Cherokee. Hi. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> um, I have Mr. Kirk Adair joining us. He is someone who has been in the British Royal Army. He is a documentarian. He's a historian. He knows a lot about wines and he knows a lot about 
whining foolishness in politics, and he calls it out very quickly. Kirk, thank you for joining us again today. Thank you. And I have, uh, lastly, Mr. Samuel Cochera. He's my co-host that says, you don't give right-wing people enough time to talk, and you cut them off. And I often have questions that I direct to him, redirected back at me, even though I'm asking the question. But I love him, and I appreciate him. Samuel Kachera has lived in Asia, Australia, and he is someone who takes a moment before he replies. Samuel Kachera, glad to have you. Glad to be back. Thank you, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Okay. Hello. I, you know... The original topic today was why Latinas should reclaim their identity, that, but that's a Friday topic. Thursday's topic is, it all amounts to beans, the Goya boycott. I want to let the audience know I was in the market yesterday, and I went to go grab some coconut water. I'm in my 50s, and I was needing some electrolytes. I was feeling kind of woozy in the 90-degree New York humidity. And Goya was right in front of me, eye level. And I consciously said, nope, up. And even though I know the Goya brand tastes better, I got the other brand. I uh, have the carton here. So to the people at Vita Coco, you have gotten my contribution. So the question is, why is everyone making a choice to boycott Goya? Goya is a, a product that was created by Spaniards and they, or, 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 or direct descendants of Spaniards, but I believe that the first gender, it, um, in Latino communities, it's very, very common to see Goya products. Many in the Latino community have decided that they're no longer going to make these purchases. So the word is boycott. Many on the right who have never purchased a Goya product a day in their life, a lot of them are a Caucasian, have said, you want to do a boycott, we're going to do a boycott. It happened with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is the third largest uh, chain at one point behind uh, McDonald's and Starbucks. With that being said, why are we discussing beans and not dollars? Kirk Adair, I'm going to let you take the first question. When you are discussing beans and dollars. Well, that is a very simple response. <laughs> let, me, let me move over to uh, Cougar Candy Girl. You're living in a state where you told me everyone is, nobody cares, it's not a big deal. Have you heard about the Goya boycott? Of course. Yes. Are you, going, are you, are you planning on purchasing Goya? Um, I, I'll be very frank. I, I, you know, I make Spanish or Mexican, I make me Mexican food quite a bit because I enjoy it. I have never purchased Goya, and if I have, I think I purchased their papaya juice until I found that it had artificial sweetener in it. Um, am I going to boycott it? I don't, I don't, I don't buy it enough. You know, is that something that I is on the top of my list? Will I buy Latin food? Of course I will, but will I buy that? Okay, and, and to clarify, um, 
Cougar Candy Girl says that she cooks Mexican food. Boya is usually purchased by communities of uh, Cuban, Puerto Rican, and Dominican. Not saying the South Americans don't, but that's where a lot, I know a lot of their concentration comes from. So Hispanic Caribbean. There yes, you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, with, with, with that being said, many in the Latino communities have decided to boycott this brand. Um, the question now becomes, um, is this, is boycotting effective in the year 2020? Samuel, I'm going to let you take this. Um, I don't think so. Um, and I don't think that, that enough people have been measured in order to say that they would be the outweighing decision makers. And as you, was, as you already said, um, there's been a boycott as well. So I don't think it's effective at all. I think it's just people who, are, who don't like the fact that, that um, what's his name, Bob Yuneni or something, Bob, the president of, the, of Goya, just because he said Donald Trump is an incredible builder, all of a sudden, hashtag boycott came about and cancel, cancel culture. You said that he said Donald boycott's an incredible builder? Yeah, the president of Goya. Okay, I heard something a little bit different, but I'll let you continue. No, the president of Goya said that President Trump is, a, is an incredible builder. And then all of a sudden, boycott Goya became trending. And I don't, I, there's, a, there's a huge... Spanish community or Latin community that um, that does support Donald Trump as well. So I think it's pointless. I think it's just something something to distract or or you know flavor the day. Let Let's be clear that typically that community mm -hmm. is of Cuban descent. Um, that's where the primary numbers are. There are some Puerto Rican and some Mexican. Um, it's not enough. And I don't think it's, it's enough. You don't think it's enough? Yeah, it's not enough to be something that's going to tip the scale in, in, in either direction. I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Do you have Goya products in your home? Uh, I believe I've seen some. I didn't make the purchase myself, but I believe I've seen some. Okay. Uh, Claire. Yes. Ivanka Trump is wearing all white with a white background holding a can of black beans. She's endorsing a product that chances are she has probably never used. Because of her, what message does this send to you as a left-leaning voter when you see this? Now, mind you, in the United States, we do have in place what's called uh, ethical standards. And it has been said repeatedly online that she's in direct violation of ethical standards. Claire, your thoughts on this as a left-wing voter? Oh, well, yeah, I think, I think she did violate ethical standards. Um, no one in her position or in her father's position should endorse individual products. Um, no, that's just, no, you don't do that. <laughs> I love it. You don't do that. Uh, Against the Cherokee. rule. That's yes. the rule. That's the rule. Who said that's the rule? Cherokee? No, they're not supposed to endorse products. He's the president of the United freaking States. He's not supposed to be endorsing Goya. The reason, the, first of all, the Association of Bodegas 
are are against are anti the boycott because they say we're a family and we have to support Goya. Um, Luis Gutierrez, who was a congressman, he's retired. He called for the boycott because he said that the conquistadors and and the people that own Goya came in and stole stuff like like what was done with the Native Americans or whatever. Plus Trump did not support Puerto Rico or give Puerto Rico any aid during any hurricane in our recent history. So why are, you know, so that's one of the reasons why they brought the boycott because he supports Trump and Trump did not give, give any federal aid very little to Puerto Rico during the, and they, they're still devastated by the two, by the two hurricanes that happened. So, so, so when, 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 when Bob went to, as I read, because I wasn't in the country, as you know, but as I read, uh, Bob had gone to the President Obama and done the same thing. And there was no boycott or anything that happened. So why is it okay when it happens with Obama? Obama but when there was, in that situation, Obama did said, send aid. He sent federal aid to them. He helped them. Trump did nothing for Puerto Rico. He didn't, doesn't even consider it a part of the United States, and it is a territory of the United States of America. They should have gotten some kind of help. I believe well, now that's he no, now he's considering no I'm sorry, I hear two voices. One second. Sherry, can you right. finish your statement? And then I believe okay, Claire is adding. There is no way that you can justify Trump's ignorance or ignoring that particular population. It wasn't right. They're still struggling. Okay. And Kirk Adair has used the statement that I'm going to use now. He has said, ignore and rant. Ignore, rant, ignore, rant. And I have used it many times in Kirk Adair. I'm going to thank you for that because that's, we, we're seeing that quite often these days. Claire, you wanted to add something and then I have a follow-up question for you. What were yeah, you saying? Yeah, uh, you know, he, he said he was even considering trying to sell Puerto Rico. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Could actually do that. <laughs> I know. Well, of course, you want he wanted to buy Greenland too. So yes, remember that. Yes, we have that. <laughs> um, and in, and in, like in an unrelated subject, uh, Mary Trump, the niece of Donald Trump, she is the daughter of Fred Trump. Please let me get this right. Fred Trump the third, <laughs> I hope I got that right. She is his daughter. Uh, he, he died from alcoholism as a result of uh, <laughs> many factors, but which, which she attributes to the president. Um, but when a family member comes out that hard at you, uh, it's very difficult to defend. And she's a clinical psychologist. The psychology of taking beans from a country to give it to a food bank, as opposed to building businesses or building infrastructure, setting a, setting countries that may uh, and nations that that are challenged financially. And, and, and people are coming here to the United States from those countries. Um, Kirk Adair, uh, 
we, we've got a pattern in the United States of this. Um, we've seen it with Dole in Hawaii. We've seen it with Bacardi in Puerto Rico. And Goya, um, if I'm not mistaken, comes from the Dominican Republic. We, you know, this, doesn't this president of, Go, of Go, uh, uh, doesn't this uh, congressman have a point? The conquistadors coming into island nations, taking over the crop, uh, the money maker, and the island, and leaving the island impoverished. Doesn't he have a point? Of well, course he has a point historically, but I mean, how far can you go back? I mean, quite frankly, uh, Goya brought prosperity to the Dominican Republic. The Bacardis actually started out in Cuba and right. moved to Puerto Rico because of the communist revolution. Because oh, they, I didn't know that. Thank you for correcting taking me. Taking everything away from them. And Dole is the sole reason that we have Hawaii because that SOB and his two and his buddy Spreckles staged a revolution against a constitutional monarchy in Hawaii protected by the British and used um, uh, the U.S. Navy to land and take that island. You know, I mean, Dole is what, of all of them, Dole is the biggest pirate going on. I mean, that could definitely be said about Dole because there's no excuse for them. And there's been a Dole who's been a, a senator who's directly related to that. And they, <laughs> Dole. Oh, and, whoa. And Elizabeth Dole, Dole has been Dole. directly responsible for trying to keep Hawaii from voting to again become an independent country and to become a constitutional monarchy with a still existing Hawaiian royal family, which they're trying to do. They undercut every move. They undercut every move. Um, the, uh, uh, I forget what, Admiral, um, the one that took the Philippines is the one that took Hawaii because he was steaming west or to uh, take the Philippines and he happened to stop in Hawaii and Dole and Spreckles staged a convenient revolution. Dewey, Admiral Dewey. Um, anyway, uh, of them, the Bacardis have brought a great deal of prosperity to Puerto Rico. The family with Goya has brought a great deal of prosperity to the Dominican Republic. Dole has, um, Dole and Spreckles have basically brought some prosperity, but American corporate mentality to Hawaii. They're, com they're completely different than the other two. The other two at least share some of the profits. You see, Kirk, I'm sorry. I got to ask you a question here. Um, you said that Goya brought prosperity to Santo Domingo and Bacardi brought prosperity to Puerto Rico, correct? <clears throat> well, the Cuba first and then Puerto Rico, yeah. Because yeah, but who okay. got the, the money? The people, of the, those, the people of those places didn't get the money. They didn't get the money. They're still working at lower wages and stuff like that. So who made the money? The privilege as usual, the owners of the companies. Let's, let's, that's a good question. And Kirk, before, if you're going to reply before you do, uh, let's go back to Claire for a second. Claire, uh, I'd like to know in Nevada, uh, what the relationship is with Spanish speaking communities in that state. Um, well, from what I've observed and what I've, you know, been part of, um, they have quite a voice here in, in Nevada. Okay. Um, they're, they're and is there any, is there any way that you could uh, just tilt your device so we could see, see your lovely face? There we go. Oh, much better. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You got that beautiful hair and that sexy strap yeah. on. 
Oh, it's good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I go to a, I go to a different church with a sister, but I still worship God. So don't worry. Amen. <laughs> so you no, were saying um, the relationship? No, there's a lot of um, activists here in Nevada in in the community. That they're, they're quite active in the service industry and in the unions and. Uh, they are the ones that make it happen for a lot of the people that work in the casinos. Okay. Um, it's, it's so how you had your phone last time, is there any way you can put it so that it's stable? Yes. Can we, is there some way you can put it where it stays there? I can hold it. Why don't you just slide in with me? <laughs> well, because they have me on another, another thing. So another key. So I'm here. Okay. Okay. Here so you'll be holding it. Okay. We'll get a little shaky, shaky. Um, so Samuel, the Latino community is having problems with the relationship of a con conquistador family. Uh, Kirk Adair says, <clears throat> pardon me, that Puerto Rico became prosperous. Santo Domingo became prosperous. But if the islands are so prosperous, why are they all coming here? So Samuel, what do you, what do you, what do you say to, to all of this? U.S. has, I think, the best constitution. The, the Amer Americans, we have the most freedoms and rights, and we have a, a, a well-laid-out constitution. Well, Puerto Rico's part of America. Yeah, so why did why they leaving to come here? Uh, more opportunity. And hurricanes. They're not a state. So they're coming here for opportunity to make money. This used to be a place that you could come for opportunities. Used to be. Well, now, you know, United States is known for social security. And uh, rumor is that a lot of Puerto Ricans want to partake in that. Now, I'm not saying that's the general, but enough that it's notable. So, you know, the, one of the questions that I originally asked was, why are we donating beans and not, not funds to build businesses and empower communities? Kirk Adair said on a former program, give me a fish, I eat for a day, teach me how to fish, I eat for a lifetime. Uh, I'm, gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you, Cougar Candy Girl, um, when, you, when you're hearing us describe all of this, what goes through your mind? Beans at a food pantry from a, from a wealthy family. Beans and, 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 and uh, adobo with possibly MSG. You know what I think Dried first? Beans, it, you know, honestly, what I think is, is you know, like, you, like, we've talk, like you all have said is Puerto Rico is so poor. And, and they really are. That's, that's, you know, it's, they're poorer than they should be. For being part of the United States, they shouldn't be poor. And as far as the beans go, I think that it, that brings them in money. And because it was still a small owned company at one time, it was still a small business. It wasn't a big corporation. And I just think it should be fair. I think they, that they should be able to make money, be able to build their businesses. Um, because, in all honesty, Puerto Rico should not be poor. They should not be. I, they should I, I, not be poor. It, because they're part of the U.S. Should yes. not be poor. I don't believe any country should be poor. But 
they, they should not be poor. When they have the opportunity to, to make money, even in small business, that's small business. That's money in your pocket that feeds you and your family and helps feed your country. Now, Mary Trump has stated in her book, which is now a number one bestseller on Amazon, that Trump has spoken with open disdain about Puerto Ricans, that it was very common in the family to use the N-word, to use anti-Semitic slurs, to use derogatory terms of Puerto Ricans. That he um, did also, they didn't, in their real estate dealings with the father, he, they, did not, they did not rent to blacks and Jews. There was housing discrimination. The federal course, right. the federal case was, and the Trump family had to pay. Uh, so with that being said, um, let, let's get back to the boycott. Samuel, so your response would be to a group of people that would say, stop buying their products until they take seriously the dilemma that we're in. You would support a boycott? Um, look, I just think it's being blown out of proportion. Yeah, if the president of Goya, if Bob wants to go ahead and, and express whatever he feels about the president, why should that become political? Because he took a political stand when he did not give them any federal aid from FEMA during the hurricanes. Well, according to what they I read- So they are taking it personally. Okay, okay now Cougar that. Candy Girl, I see you nodding. You, are you in agreement? You know what, with the fact, because being a Floridian for as long as I was with hurricanes, when that hurricane destroyed them and they got no help, that's wrong. How that's wrong that? is it? That's, that's like, I want to make, excuse me, I want to I wanna make um, a comparison. Katrina, that should have never happened the way it did. And Puerto Rico suffered, if not worse, about the same maybe as Katrina did. Why didn't they get funding? Why did they not get some kind of help? Why did they go without electric for so long? It shouldn't have happened that way. They should have gotten the help. Trump should have reached out despite the fact that, how do I say he it? Them, he took them paper towels. Thank you. To the crowd. Do you remember that? That's just really paper towels to wipe my behind? I'm really. <laughs> I mean, really? I can't be any more plainer than that. Really? Okay, thanks, buddy. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kirk, when you hear this, how do you how do you how do you process uh, boycott versus boycott? Where, in in your mind, as a person born in a different country, coming to the United States, seeing all this type of uh, financial upheaval, what do you what do you what do you think in your mind? What do you think should be the direction of, of accountability? Well, I think that there's a lot going on. I think it's a non-issue in many ways. <clears throat> I think it's a non-issue in many ways um, because originally the situation that happened with Goya was that Trump said that Hispanic Americans need to be aware of their nutritional intake and of all the canned foods that were out there, the one with the least amount of salt, and I know this is weird, the least amount of salt was in Goya. That started the whole thing. That was about a month and a half ago. Um, 
But when you're talking about boycott versus boycott, okay, if somebody chooses to make a, a, a comment, all right, um, they have the option to do that. But I totally agree that, first of all, there has been a, 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 a sustained, virulent, distinct discrimination against Puerto Rico, not just now, but for the, since it's been part of the United States. It, beginning in 1917 with that trans-shipping thing where you can't ship directly to Puerto Rico, it has to go first to Florida and then to Puerto Rico. And they did the same damn thing with all the aid. They said that nothing could be sent straight away. It had to go to a port in Florida and then go to Puerto Rico. The fact that they have maintained um, sweatshops in Puerto Rico, that they have said that if Puerto Rico voted for independence, they would get no assistance, whatever, and the United States would not allow another country to assist them. That happened during the last vote. The fact that when there was the baseball strike, that covered the fact that there was a strike in Puerto Rico on labor because all the baseball things were manufactured in Puerto Rico. They wanted a two cent raise. And so all of that was drummed up by the media so that they wouldn't get a two cent so raise. So this sounds like blackmail. Of course it is. It has been blackmail. It's been blackmail against that island since they joined this country. And who imposed those terms? Than any British colonial possession in the West Indies, and that was pretty shitty. Who imposed those terms in the most recent uh, period, saying uh, in regards to the aid? Who imposed those terms to the um, those The Senate. So am I correct to understand it was the Republican Senate? Yep, bitch McConnell. Did you say bitch? You said bitch. <laughs> I, mean, I, thought, I thought, yeah. I didn't even hear it. Bitch McConnell. Bitch McConnell. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was good, Kirk. Samuel. That was really Samuel, good. Sam is so calm. Did you say bitch? Those on the left look at the right and see <laughs> them as often being unethical. I'd like to say that moderates like Susan Collins <laughs> are being challenged in the Senate. Moderate Republican. She's someone I would probably vote for. Uh, John McCain, another moderate Republican who probably would have made a damn good president uh, had he had a different choice in vice president. <laughs> I, and and this, is not, this is nothing against women. I just, Joe Biden, if anybody you know watches this show, my brother, pick the one with the most intelligence. And I, and I really, really, really don't see how he could not pick Stacey Adams. But that is my opinion. Um, I don't see how he's going to win. You were going to say what, my brother? I don't see how Joe Biden is going to win. I think if anybody picks Joe Biden, it's just foolish. It's crazy. Be, and what's crazy? Well, Biden is bordering on dementia, so whoever is vice president will be president because he's almost incapable. Thank They're you. They're all incapable. They're too damn old. Thank you. you. Think that Trump is capable. He doesn't have much of a memory as them, so and he makes so up half the shit as he goes along. So we have a choice between a sociopath, narcissist, or <laughs> A former, a former uh, quote unquote racist who is getting dementia. And everyone, and many of his speeches, he plagiarizes. 
I'm being quiet because I actually want to believe that you just said that. Are you? Yeah, let's take another sip of water to make sure. Biden <laughs> just said in one of his speeches he was you running for Senate. Thirsty. He was. He said he was running for Senate. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Cut it. I, I, Samuel, back to you. Back to you. You're not getting off the hook. <laughs> Did you just say that Biden often plagiarizes? Yeah. He's plagiarized speech from, uh, who was it, Ted Kennedy? Was it Ted or Robert? I think it was Ted Kennedy. He plagiarized Trump's speech with the Make, a, Make America Great Again. Be right back. Bathroom. And build, Building in America, all these things. He plagiarizes these speeches. It's all okay. over YouTube. Wait, Melania, oh. Melania has plagiarized Michelle Obama. That's fine, but she's, she's not president. To- she's no, president. that's not right. fine. Not talking about- that is not fine. We're not talking about Melania. We're talking about, we're talking about, the people running for president. We're talking about Biden and we're talking about okay, Trump. Guilty by association, she's his freaking wife. What do you say? Got you. I agree with you. I agree Claire, with you. Claire, talk to me and for I don't a mean second. To talk to you in that term. Oh, but she's, but she's not. You're hearing all of this rambling in regards to Biden plagiarizing. What do, what do you think when you hear this? Okay. <clears throat> I, I suffered from stuttering when I was younger and so does, uh, so does Biden. So a lot of the times when he gives a speech and he may miss misspeak a word or something, sometimes your brain is trying to find that word that's not going to come out like gobbledygook when you stutter. Because right. you have to be very careful of which words you speak. I, I used to stutter over who, what, when, where, and why. I couldn't ask the question. I couldn't say if. So sometimes you have to choose a word that's not going to emphasize your impediment. Okay. Now, is, is my girl Cougar Candy coming on back? Or is she showing oh, yeah, here you go. Here you go. Okay, went to the potty. Gotcha. Um, I, I'm still a little bit stuck here because often the left, Trump has said things and he's contradicted them, and his, his advisors have said things and he's contradicted them. Scientists and specialists have said things and he's contradicted them to then go back. So there's a series of confusion that happens quite frequently in this administration. Um, But if we can say that Biden plagiarizes, that may be the least of our concerns, if it were true. Um, But Samuel- Speech writers anyway, don't they have people writing their speeches? Well, let's discuss the fact that the uh, stenographers are not being utilized. Stenographers are people that will take diction and translate it word uh, in a way so that you can go back and track what was said. There's a paper trail. Uh, The Trump administration is, is not utilizing their stenographers who normally would go to every meeting, every briefing. So one of the stenographers just up and quit. She said, I'm not being utilized by this administration. Wow. Now, now Kirk Adair, have you ever heard of anything like that? Yeah, it means that, that she has some sort of independent income because with the job state as it is today, if you're a stenographer for the White House, are you kidding? Do you know how and much you money they make? That's you, right. Do you have any idea how much money yeah. they make? If she yeah. just had to sit there and take notes, I mean, 
goodness. I, I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm shocked. You know, it's okay. Speaking of speaking of um, income, uh, there are people that are going to. There are people that are going to of uh, food pantries. They're going to food pantries because the economy that was so robust, and this is the best economy the, the United States has ever had, is in the toilet. We have pressed the flusher and it's going down the drain. Why? We are, we are now at the point that hospital beds are full and nurses and doctors and practitioners are running around in a frenzy and they're getting sick and they're passing away. The pandemic has become a pandemic. It's become pandemonium. We said all that on this show before. A company like Goya donating beans and spices. Is that what the United States needs right now? Uh, Cougar Candy Girl, you're in Nevada. And uh, that's a big hospitality town. New York is the number one, uh, hospitality is the number one employer in this city. Hospitality includes hotels, events and catering, bars, lounges, on-premise, off-premise, etc. Is this, is this what we need, a contribution to food pantries? You know, being the fact that I have to be up front, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I haven't worked for somebody in a long time because of having ADD, ADHD. Some people are not as friendly. No, you're so, creative, honey. Get over it. You're, you're thank creative. You. Thank you. So, um, you know what I'm seeing out here is I think that there are people, the elderly, that really do need it. But because we have Lyft, we have all these other companies this is a really tough one for me because I, I've been in I've been in bad situations where and this was years ago that being young is young and dumb. I you know, I had to go to a food pantry. Um do I find it necessary? In some instances, yes. But I do think that there are jobs out here. Hospitality is hurting right now to a degree. But keep in mind too, we also have the marijuana industry, which people are driving, they are hiring drivers all the time. So I'm kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. I think the elderly and the people that really, really can't work, like like there are server and and the restaurants are completely shut as far as weight dining inside. I think they could use a little help, and if they don't have any food or any means and they've tried every which way, I say the food bag should be the last thing on the list. Well, you're... Let me rephrase that, because that came off wrong. Um, that should be... Last resort. Last resort. If you really need... Like, say someone pulls up in a beautiful, brand-new car. Say I pull up in my beautiful 2000 Chrysler, and it, it's brand-new, and, and, and I'm well-dressed, that kind of makes one think, hmm, what's going on here? But I say if you need it, if you need the food, please, by all means, go get it. I contribute, and I have certain charities that, that Claire and I both work with. I say 
continue, continue to contribute because we all get in situations that we all will need. Okay, my question is a little bit more focused on does the donation to the food pantry, you as an entrepreneur, does it replace giving an entrepreneur an opportunity to build wealth? No, 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 it you doesn't. Know. Okay, go ahead. It, it, it doesn't for me. Um, and, and keep in mind, too, we work in, in all honesty, not only do I work in, in music talent management, but I work from home in telecommunications. So That's entertainment. Right. It's entertainment. I work in entertainment. So it's a little different. Not much, okay. but it's a little different. Okay, and Cherokee, I know you wanted to add something right quick. Oh, I just wanted to say, um, you know, with regards to outsourcing, every time I, I called, I was on the phone with T-Mobile the other day for two hours. Because <sighs> go off they don't know I'm what sorry, I didn't hear that. You were on the phone with whom, Cherokee? T-Mobile for two hours because they're in, all of their workers now are in the Philippines. Once you, once you go off the script with a question, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you're on the phone for two hours with them. They ordered me a phone and I was talking about my bill. So now I have a phone coming that I never ordered. Okay, so, so I'm just saying what, they need help. What I'm saying is bring the jobs back to New York and maybe people won't have to go to fucking food pantries. That's all I'm saying. Bingo. Bingo. Boom. <laughs> That's like I'm, the boom. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed your point. You said T-Mobile had what to do with the boycott? <laughs> I, that's I'm talking about bringing jobs back to America. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Loose association. I understand. Um, you know, for each person that you bring on the show, uh, the show just flies by. Um, in closing, I want to say that um, Ivanka Trump. You don't cook with Goya beans. I know it and you know it. And as a matter of fact, I don't even think you cook. Hamburgers. Donald Trump uh, is our commander in chief. And just the other day, I saw on the White House desk six items from an island nation that I found derogatory and insulting shoes of the president. So where are we? Why are we endorsing spices beans? Why are we not getting the left and the right to come together to build the infrastructure that we spoke about and was discussed when he was coming into office? Where, where are the transportation systems? Where are the highways? Where are the means to take technology and maybe make it greener so that we could get more jobs? What's happening with that discussion? What we're seeing right now is a lot of distraction and people are very, very upset at a person that they feel is not hearing. And if he's hearing them, he's ignoring them. So he's certainly not, not listening. But I will say that the United States is built on a history of boycotts. Boycotts were used in Harlem in the 50s and the 60s. Boycotts were used in Montgomery, Alabama. 
by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. And that boycott had to go on for over a year. Everybody walks back and forth and they weren't willing to give in. What the boycott caused what we now know as desegregation on those buses. So you don't have to ride in the back of the bus unless you want to. So thank a boycott for that. We, we discussed Goya, we discussed Dole, we discussed Bacardi. And Kirk Adair said that Bacardi added prosperity to Puerto Rico, added prosperity to the Santo Domingo. But whatever that prosperity is, those people are leaving those places to come to the continental U.S. because something is here there. And the question should be, what's not there? And why is it that people are coming here and feeling the need to stop buying this product? I think we need to look a little bit deeper into that. I'm your host, Marky Devereaux. I thank you for tuning into the Verbal Assault live stream. Uh, tomorrow's program is why Latinos should reclaim their identity. We're not talking about black and white, but Latinos sometimes fall in the middle, one side or the other, I don't know. But that is Friday's program, and we look forward to having a nice life.